Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational, educational, and entertaining podcast for auto detailers. Welcome to the community. Do you want a beer? Always. Talk to other detailing professionals about what you do. Wow. Come to Mobile Tech Expo 2022. We'll save a seat for you up on stage so you can enjoy a cold beer and some community. Sheldon, what can you tell us about the Pints of Polishing podcast being with Mobile Tech Expo 2022? So this is something we started in 2020, kind of on a whim. You and I were just talking about it. I thought it was a good idea. We'll have a stage set up and um, Marshall and his team will be, you know, recording all day. And there's also a bar right there. So you can come by and get a free beer, but you're going to have to get up there and talk to Marshall about, you know, what you learned at the show or why you come to the show or what you think people need to know about the show that they missed. So you got to, you know, talk a little bit, but there's a free beer in it for you. So think it's pretty cool and I hope a lot of people take advantage of it there's definitely it started in Vegas of 19 oh it was Vegas uh, right yeah and we just kept yelling community out all over the place 2020 everybody said the same thing it just it becomes a big party a lot of people come around it's a great time while you're intermixing with all the different other uh places there that you can go to the different booths stop by grab a beer and uh let's have some community Absolutely. Cheers to that. <laughs> Sheldon, where do people register for Mobile Tech Expo? Uh, everything is at mobiletechexpo.com. Uh, if you want to save 15%, you know, get a little bit off, uh, use code PINTS, P-I-N-T-S, and that'll save you the 15% off the expo floor or the full education day uh, pass. So make sure you take advantage of that and sign up soon. We are thinking the education day could sell out. So get those passes sooner than later. All right, Sean, thanks so much, man. Uh, thanks for having me. Take care. Hi, welcome to the Pints of Polishing Podcast. My name is Marshall Hill. I'm your guide as we journey through the car care industry. I am finishing up Samuel Adams' old Fezwing as we go into the community pub and, uh, and continue to experience as we move through the industry becoming quickly the most influencing and uh, most listened to podcasts for auto detailing. So Derek, welcome back to uh, the mainland. Welcome back to uh, the good old United States hardcore center. Uh, was it hard to come back out of paradise or was, uh, was it easy to get back here? Uh, definitely was a weather shock. I mean, it was like 30, 32 degrees when we landed on Sunday versus I was doing 75, 80 degrees at the most. That was Hawaii's winter. So it was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. It definitely was paradise. Uh, yeah. Was it, is it about this time last year? Maybe, maybe even, yeah, it was very close to this time last year. We did the, the training up there. Uh, we stayed at the hotel. We went out, drank all night, uh, couple nights we stayed out maybe a little bit late uh, <laughs> i think the other guys chase uh, stayed out even later uh oh yeah they were loud so what beer did you bring back well it took me a long time uh they're having supply issues with just ran there too so i finally found the maui brewing company's pineapple mana or mana which is their uh pineapple wheat you can it's like drinking water it's so good it just has that nice pineapple taste and then 
from Honolulu Brewing Brew uh, Beer Works, I got uh, Pussy Grabs Back IPA. That's my kind of <laughs> IPA. I like the one grabs it back. Listen, about halfway through that first word you said, pussy, at about the, the first S, you heard, you could see Alex just like, <laughs> like he's like, pussy, what? Like, <laughs> but uh, it's, it's pretty good. Uh, there, Mal, he had another one called Big Swell, um, but I ended up drinking all of them that I bought. That was really good. That one you could get almost anywhere. But this one, like when they got it, the lady was like, this is the first time we've seen it in months. So you're lucky to get it. And I grabbed a case when I was there and I kept three. So I got two more in the fridge and I'm going to drink them slow. But it's even my wife loves it. She's like, get more. And I'm like, this is all we got. Like, All right. So you're still there. Well, you made it back. No, no, no. I made it back. I made it back. We so you back smuggled some... back. How how'd the smuggling go? Not bad. I, we I had a uh, had a lot of stuff. I threw it in my check bag, and uh, you know they opened them up, and they were okay. So I, I when I went to uh, California, went to Yosemite. I did the same thing. I put a bunch of beer in my check bag, and they didn't they didn't, they didn't look. You had the you had the knee pads on deck, ready to go, just in case you need to persuade oh, yeah. them a little bit. They like they look in there and they go beer knee pads. Hmm. <laughs> this guy, this guy. Uh, oh, Dustin, uh, what's been your favorite vacation? You gone anywhere cool? Are uh, you talking? To me? Yeah. Uh, well, man, that's a tough one. Um. So I went at my favorite vacation. Um, I flew out to Utah and Moab and rode dirt bikes out there um, for a couple of days uh, with the Rocky Mountain ATV guys. So that was awesome. Um, and uh, but other than that, Key West has been fun. Key West is cool if you like to drink um, or if you like to if you're into deep sea fishing like me. I love it. Um, I've never been deep sea fishing. I mean, does it take literally, I've heard it takes like hours to reel them in once you get like. Uh, sometimes. It? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I fought, I fought tuna for, you know, the longest I've fought a tuna has been like 45 minutes, but uh, yeah. yes. How deep big was it? Fun. Um, I mean, it wasn't anything real crazy. Uh, three and a half feet, you know. Those fish have a lot of power, a lot of stamina. Yeah, yeah. Tuna are strong. Um, Did they see. cut it there on the boat and you got to eat it? So, so you take it back when you do offshore stuff, especially if you catch a lot. You take it back, and they'll process it for you and pack it up um, right back there at the dock. So uh, then you can take it home with you. But uh, yeah, I, I try to go once a year. But uh, we went skydiving and stuff like that down in Key West, so that was cool. Oh uh, wow. Yeah, I don't think I'd go back to Key West again. It's not as cool as what you think. Destin, if you're going go to go go to Destin, chill out there for a couple of days, get your money's worth. Uh, Key West is overrated, in my opinion. And then I'm going to tell you, if you're going to go to Destin, you might as well just go about 30 more, 45 minutes more uh, east over to closer a little bit to the Panama City area. Uh Right through there, you get out of uh, you get out of all the touristy side of Destin, and you get over to just a little bit where there's a little less traffic, and you can run over to find. I listen. I love, especially over in that area. I love getting to go find the um, uh, uh, the little markets, the fish markets. Yep. Oh yes. I love that. For sure. 
Uh, Brandon, what about you? Any cool trips? I uh, I definitely liked going to Miami when I went for certification for training, but I was only there a few days. It was awesome. I was All right. first trip club I went to was yeah. in Miami. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> I, I was I was your typical. Uh, you know, typical guy from New York. I'm walking down the alleyways at 1 a.m. in Miami by myself, just looking at everything like, oh. <laughs> um, but I also, I used to love going to Ocean City, Maryland once a year. Uh, mm. Me and some of my car guys used to go to a show called H2O. And it's just complete anarchy. Oh, it's God. Like you're living real life Grand Theft Auto. It's just insane. Yeah. Um, it's a What's lot it of drinking. H2O. H2O. The last one I went to, we were all drinking absinthe, and it was just, it it was, it's me being able to escape from being a dad and business owner for a weekend, but I don't do it. I haven't done it in a while, but I miss those weekends. Tell us about it. What'd you, what would you do? Um, (laughs) like I said, it was, it it was anarchy. We were, yeah, we were doing some crazy stuff, especially in our cars, um, Anything from racing to, you know, burnouts, donuts, just crazy stuff that you shouldn't be doing, but it's literally everywhere you turn a bunch of, and a bunch of people drinking that aren't driving. And it's, if you look it up on YouTube, it's insane. There is, I don't know how to explain it unless you saw it in person. It's complete anarchy. Yeah. I did a couple uh, of my customers there, some of their cars where they went there. And then like the one guy was telling me that there were, tr- there was a guy there that was trying to see how many tickets he could get from the police for fun. And, well, like, now, as a nowadays you get one and your yeah. car's on the back of the flatbed while he's Yeah. Running. I'll say, I'll say now you can't do that. Like, like, get you immediately. Yeah. <laughs> and my one, but one of my friends, he's like a lowered BMW and he has a picture of, you know, the cops give him give him shit for the fact that his car was too low or whatever and he's just that's like his profile picture and i'm like yeah. he's like he never he's like i'm too old to go to that shit now he don't go back but he's it's a pretty cool show to go once they have weird rules i got pulled over for my business logo on the back window like oh really? very <laughs> weird rules there i guess you can't have stickers on your back window there i, I don't know oh i didn't that's really alex. weird <laughs> alex what's been your favorite trip um I did Cabo, which was pretty cool. I think the most memorable, I, I rented a house in Florida, um, in Isla Mirada, which is mile marker 80, so 80 miles north of Key West. Um, and we, I did that for a fishing trip, two-month-long fishing trip. So that was pretty cool. That's cool. What all did you do? Um, so it, there's a, a fish called the tarpon, which they call it the silver mm. king. They get up to like 200 pounds, um, and we fly fish for them. So they, oh, wow. during, during those two months from um, May, May through June and into July is when all like the big tournaments and stuff are going down because um, it's a migratory fish. So you got to catch them as they're passing through. But they're, they're, they're a lot of fun. <laughs> That's a lot of fun. Yeah, cool. yeah, it's cool. And we, we have an event kind of like, like that with the cars, but for motorcycles up here in New Haven, Connecticut. Um, and it's called East Coast. And, and it's just balls to the wall, like cops show up but they can't really do anything because there's so many people and it's it's harley's doing wheelies and burnouts and four-wheelers and dirt bikes and scooters and cars it's it's nuts that's nice so my my most memorable trip for me uh was a bit of a fuck you trip right like (laughs) uh 
I, I, I was in the middle of my divorce and it was coming to the end. I, I knew when I knew when my divorce day it was, and I knew I just, you know, I just had that gut feeling. I knew I would get my 50, 50, right. It made no sense that I wouldn't. And I knew I'd get a lot of things that hadn't been due to me as a man and as a father. And I had a buddy that, in, that lives in China that kept saying, dude, you got to come visit. And so I just went, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> like, and, and booked the trip and, uh, and booked it for literally like a couple days after divorce court and only went, I flew there and it's 24 hours, right? I mean, it takes forever. We land, we get, we have one day of recovery and then we got into a van and drove up into the Tibetan mountains where he basically went around these Tibetan villages. That was what he did. And so uh, for two days, we hiked around villages and uh, in the Tibetan mountains. One more day back uh, to that main city of uh, Chengdu. And then on a flight back to the U.S. And, and I got, you know, you cross that time frame so i actually then got my day back and then i i think i was back to work on like a monday i mean it was it was so crazy but but i you know to to sit in a uh a a hostel in the side mountains of tibet that's cool and drink a beer like i was like cool and the whole time I just kept going, i'm in fucking china like yeah. Yeah, the only thing about those about those like shotgun trips i feel like or the suicide trips is like they happen so fast and like you're in the moment and it's the most amazing thing ever and then like when you're back at work the next week it's like almost like it never happened yeah exactly mm-hmm. exactly yeah. right yeah I, I only have a shirt and a coffee mug yeah uh, Derek, cool. you had quite a, a bit to, to go see around. What all do you see? Uh, look like volcanoes and all kinds of cool shit. So when we were planning the trip originally, uh, we were told that the uh, volcano on the island wasn't erupting. And then when we got there, it was like super hazy as we're coming into the airport. And I'm like, why the hell is it so hazy? It's Hawaii. What the hell's going on here? And uh, the lady at the airport's like, no, the volcano's erupting. And I got like all excited. I was like, yes, finally. So we uh, hiked like the old crater that's from the 28th from like the eruption that was there. And then if you go there at night, uh, of course, you can only get about a mile to the, from the volcano, but you're able to walk and you can, it's right there. You can't feel the heat and stuff, but you can see, you know, lava spraying out of the, of the volcano and stuff. And we're standing there watching it and some guy, you know, hands me binoculars and you could, I'm sitting there looking and I'm like, oh my God, there's lava right there. And it's like, we took a picture and stuff and, you know, we did the manta ray. We got to swim with the manta rays. We did that. Um, we stayed in this like weird, uh, like it was like a, this guy like built like this like Buddhist like house that was designed by some artist out in the middle of like the 2018 like lava flow that happened in the Hawaii where it destroyed like 700 homes. And we're in this. It was weird. It just was. It just seemed like we're pulling up to this place, and I'm like, damn. I'm looking at her, going like, are we about to get killed? Like, where are we right now? So we pull into this place. And, uh, you know, we got to walk on black sand beaches and stuff. You know, it was, we did the Jurassic Valley on the other island. Like, we did a lot of stuff. Like, it was, it was pretty cool. But kind of like what you were saying, Marty, like, even though I was there for two weeks, it just kind of seemed like it just flew by. All of a sudden, it was like, oh, time to go back. It I'm was just, back. back to it was just, yeah. And I was like, damn, I'm going back. And I should have took Monday off. Hey, so Derek, this, this is interesting. Do you, uh, I, 
I want to be curious if anybody has done this. I love when I travel and this was even beyond when I, you know, started becoming, you know, creating a national brand, right? Like even before that, I would love to travel around. And if there was a shop or a car wash or anything in this place that I was in it, like I would love to go visit and just go walk in and meet people. Do you guys ever do that? Is that ever a thing? Like, do you, you ever just go into another detail shop in a different city? Man, I do that every time I travel. I don't care if I went to Jamaica, I go to Tennessee, Orlando, you name it. When I went to Daytona, I did it. Just walked up in detail shops. That's cool. That's cool, Joe. Yeah. It's yeah, fun. So- you see what they do. They knew the little things that they do. Like some guy had a tent, like a, not a tent, I'm sorry, like a metal carport, but he had like a washer, dryer there. I mean, he had the full setup outside like it was a full-fledged enclosed oh, shop. Wow. And I was like, dude, you know Where what I mean? This? The trust that he has. This was in Dayton. Um, I'm sorry. This was in St. Augustine. When I went to St. Huh. Augustine, the guy had it. Dude, I'm like, dude, how did you go home at night and leave it? He was like, I've been here for three years and nobody stole it. I was like, wow. <laughs> so, yeah. So I was like, okay, good stuff, man. But I visited him about two times. I went to St. Augustine. He was still there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Where where are the cool places you've been? I didn't know you were on. I, I saw your name, but I couldn't see the video. So I didn't know if you uh, yeah. I, I didn't want you to uh I didn't want you to turn off my video because I'm ironing for tomorrow. On the pub, we can do a video like that. It's all good. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so the clothes I just bought from Walmart, I'm ironing for tomorrow morning. <laughs> so yeah, so I travel a lot, but uh, since I'm from Miami and I, Bahamas is where I'm from, my wife is Jamaica, uh, Tampa is very fast paced, right? Because the work that we do and all this stuff, we move around. Every time I travel, I look for the slowest place I can find. So I went to Tennessee about 10 times, St. Augustine about three or four times. You name the slowest places, that's what I look for. So my excitement is I get to take a break and I get to rest and clear my mind and read yeah. websites and do business cards. So that's where all my creative stuff comes from, from traveling to the slowest places. Like I've been to Las Vegas a year and a half ago. That was really, really fun, but I got no rest because it's a city that doesn't sleep and I must've mm-hmm. stayed up for God knows how long. But again, I skydive twice, um, parasail a bunch of times. So yeah, I travel a lot of different places, just randomly trying things, man. Like we deep sea fished and scuba dived in Jamaica. So that was pretty fun. Skydive is on my bucket list. Skydive is on my bucket list, no doubt. I want to do it. Now, scuba diving, dude, next time I'm there in Florida, (laughs) we we hook up, let's go diving. I love to dive. I've been multiple times. Yeah, I went to Jamaica, though. I didn't go here. I went to Jamaica and, and, and scuba dive, not here. Wow. So I don't know how that works. But yeah, I have um, a client. Do you oh, have sorry, a patty ahead. certification? Do you have a, or did you just no. know somebody and they took you under? Exactly. No, somebody oh, will okay. take yeah, you yeah, under. Yeah, yeah. There's no regulations. <laughs> There's no regulations in Jamaica. Yeah. Come on, man. You just go. Like, <laughs> you give them that American, American dollar, they'll take you anywhere you want to go. <laughs> Some places. So it's funny. Some places here. Uh, mm-hmm. especially there in Florida, it's funny. Some places they don't even ask you if you have a card. One yeah. guy I asked, we were out on the boat and I go, 
anybody ever, why doesn't nobody ever ask to see my card? And they go, well, if you're dumb enough to come out here, then yeah. <laughs> you don't know what you're doing. Then, you know, it is what it is. You sign the oh, waiver. Dude. Oh damn! Like, yeah. <laughs> like, goes, yeah. yeah, not too many people lie about going 100 feet underwater. Was yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah, mine result. wasn't. I didn't go down too deep. I mean, I probably went down about 20, 30 feet, and that was about it. That wasn't yeah, nothing real, real serious. Nah, that's about my limit too. Yeah, I, I don't. I used, I used to. I never scuba. Uh, that's something that's on the list. But I used to free dive and spearfish. Holy crap! Oh. oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah, it's it's a that lot of fun. Like like, fun. like sixty feet un, underwater is probably no is like the most peaceful but scary thing. Like it's yep. it's nope. crazy. It's so cool. Nope. Like it's it's like serenity but scary at the same time. Oh God! Yeah, I, but I, there's it. no way I could do it holding my breath. I don't know how you go down that long. Like I I guess you just you used you you've elevated away from the knee pads and you can just go down longer. <laughs> <laughs> Stretches, stretches out the lungs, stretches them out. Yeah. Oh shit, that's good. That's good. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm actually. I have my skydive license too, which is Ooh. another. I love it. Wow. Wow. How, wait. When you say skydiving, meaning you jump by yourself? Yeah. Yeah. How How, how do you, oh, you can jump by yourself? Be a detailer. Wow. What's that? Huh? How do you How do you have time? To, wait. Okay. So from what I heard. There is hundreds of jumps you have to do in order to get that. Is that so you, you, like you have tandem? To do 40. You have to do 40. 40. So, so okay. the first two at, at my job zone are tandems. And then after that, you have your own parachute. Um, for okay. the first, like, maybe six or eight, you have two coaches with you, one on each side of you. Um, and then wow. when you pull your chute, you're on your own. Um, and then after that, you go down to one coach for a while. But, okay. then, how, does you, how, how does your one coach catch you if you make a mistake? It's not God. Mission Impossible where they let it go and they like dive yeah. down and they grab you and oh, hold yeah. on. And like, oh, oh, so you, you have no. sensors in your parachute. So if you get below a certain altitude, it automatically yeah. de deploys your reserve chute. Um, oh, really? it's, but it's, it's funny because in my ground school, before my first jump with my own chute, they were like, oh, yeah, one of the instructor's girlfriends ended up in a tree because she couldn't make it back to the drop zone and she had compound fractures in her leg and she broke her pelvis. I was like, oh, that's yep. cool. So first uh, time I ever opened a parachute by myself and every fucking line is twisted. Oh, so that was exciting. That was yeah. cool. So Alex, the first time you jumped by yourself, like, uh, cause like I, I love skydiving. It was yeah. awesome. Um, but I didn't want to go. My wife talked me into it. So I did. <laughs> I was <laughs> me up but after doing it i'm like this is cool so my yeah. question the first time you jumped out of an airplane by yourself like nobody else attached to you like like yeah. what's going through your head when you're getting ready to step off of that ledge dude I, I don't i don't even know i have like i'm not afraid of things like i should be yeah right like i don't i don't get it I don't should get be like i, I don't get nerves <laughs> leading things like that and i feel like it's probably not Alex. good you showed me pictures of Bertha, and you, you should have been scared. <laughs> it's it's cool. It's I I don't know. It's kind of a surreal thing, and it's almost like like I said about like the suicide trips. Like once it's done, it's like holy shit! It's almost like you didn't even do it. Right. Oh yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. But like every um 
I got to dig up some pictures and video, but every 4th of July, they, they have a, a helicopter and pilot come out so you can do jumps from the helicopter and stuff, which is like awesome because you're a lot closer to the ground and you can hang off of the landing gear and shit. So you feel kind of like a cowboy. Yeah, oh, wow. cool. <laughs> so, hey, Joe, you're in Tampa, right? Yeah. Uh, are you going to uh, MTE? Yes, Mobile Tech, I will be there. That's my anniversary weekend, but Ooh. I, yeah, so I'm trying to, because one anniversary, my wife went with me, we went together, and I don't know about this, but I'm going to try to make it, hmm. so well, hey, it's one so of those So on things. that note, on that note, as we did for 19 and 20, listen, anybody inside the community that's headed to Mobile Tech, use discount code PINTS, and you'll save 15% off, so might as well, right? You know, go save 15%. Great that Sheldon's offered it out. And I know they've now begun to offer it to other people, which is cool. They're trying to grow their, uh, you know, their spectrum. So awesome for them. Uh, so anybody who wants to save 15%, you know, use code pints. Yeah. Buster, I would are you like thinking to of going? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going for sure. Um, no doubt. I've got family just north of there as well. So I'll make a trip out of it, but Hey, if we got some time, uh, it seems like a, a lot of us are into free diving or scuba or whatever. You ought to hit up a local spring. Uh, if you know about Florida Freshwater Springs, yeah, oh, man, that's where it's the so fun. Dope. Man, that's – you're going to twist my arm. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Marty, are you coming? Are you coming to Mobile Tech? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I, I, might, I might be there for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Might be there Dude, do y'all know how crowded it's going to be? Joe, we'll be there. Joe, listen, we'll be we'll be there again. Center stage. Center we'll, stage we'll be again, up yeah. on risers. Okay. Um, we'll be yeah. recording podcasts. You know, both days. I, I make that kind of a joking. Like I'll be there for a little bit. Yeah, man. We we love mobile tech. You know, we yeah. were yeah. we were very sad last year when <laughs> the the great pull out started of uh, early 2021 and everybody fucked uh, MTE. So, you know, we're, we will definitely be there, man. We're super excited about it. Uh, we'll, we'll be there recording podcast again, giving away free beer. And then this here, the community pub is an extension mm -hmm. of what started as community pint night and then became mobile tech absorbed it. And it, it, we do a community pub at mobile tech. So on Friday, after the event, everybody walks out to an area, Derek, describe yeah. it, right? I mean, it, it it's, was, it's it's fucking awesome. It Everybody so from the industry, cool. crossover industry from PDR comes out. We sold out a bit. No, it's not sell. I mean, it's free beer. We like we, the the kegs were gone in like 15 to 20 minutes. So this yeah. year they've they've I think they've even tripled their kegs. I mean, they're okay. <laughs> yeah, it it's gonna be a big fun community event there, no doubt. I, I got one I got one beer and then I so the guy tapped me. He was like, "Go around a beer." And I went to Marty. I'm like, "Marty, around a beer." He's like, "What?" And it was yeah. gone. But I mean, you got to see everybody. It was like it was pretty crazy. I was talking to all the PDR, PDR, PDR guys, like like Jimbo Balam was there. like we were just everybody. Like it was it was crazy. Like I was like, there's just so many people to talk to. It was, it was I had a really good time. And the cool thing is, is Joe, the the cool part about the pub and especially there, the the one at Mobile Tech is, you might find somebody else to network with. There yeah. are multiple yeah. detailers that began oh, yeah. partnering up with PDR people that they found in their area. And what mm -hmm. a great thing to have a community that it networks through the whole industry. And we all begin to partner up with people to grow together. I mean, 
to find a PDR person that you trust in your area and they come help yeah. you, and you go help them. I mean, that's a, that's a great thing to have. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, um, I may be there, but I don't know. I'm sad. I'm kind of happy, sad right now. Y'all may, y'all putting it on me because I, how do I go to my, well, my wife just walked in here, but how do I go to my wife and say, Hey, this is your anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go to mobile tech <laughs> so because it's on the 27th my anniversary on the 28th so nine times out of ten i'll be traveling she says she wants to go to indonesia so i haven't bought the tickets yet so it's like ah january 27th 28th so it's in the air right now for me guys I don't so, you. yeah I don't yeah <laughs> but i do need to go to get partner up with different guys because i'm looking for a rap guy right now I just booked a rap job today for 2400 and my rap guy who I outsource it is, oh, I'm not busy. I mean, I'm busy all week. So I'm like, ah, I didn't took the 50% deposit today. And now I got to figure out a, another rap guy. So I, <laughs> it would be good to know another guy. So hmm. yeah, I'll figure it out though. Yeah, you'll figure it out. Yep, no yep, yep, yep. No doubt. Hey, John, uh, we were talking a second ago. Hold on. But before I, I want to, I want to hop over real quick and see what Nick's cooking tonight. Cause it's already, it's already 30 minutes in and we, we haven't heard from Nick to see what he's cooking. So I actually just walked in from work. I started to make something quick, cheap, easy, and good. We're making lemon pepper Beer? wet. Yes. We're making <laughs> lemon pepper wet out of Publix. Easy. Like you have a box of like Publix wings. You can make a lemon pepper, like a wet lemon pepper sauce and throw it on those. So that's what I'm doing. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, nice. Uh, any fun trips you've had? Fun trips like detailed trips or just like trips in general? Trips in general where you didn't need knee pads. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes the knee pads are just to pay for the trip. Exactly. Somebody has most <laughs> most memorable trip I had that I, I loved every second of. Uh, we went to England and Amsterdam in 2019. Wow. Um, four days in no, what was it? It was three days in Windsor, three days in London, and four days in Amsterdam. And that was uh, it was just fucking phenomenal. It was a, a, a dream. Mainly because like I my phone didn't work overseas, obviously, because I didn't pay for the overseas coverage. It only worked on Wi-Fi. So I got to 100% eliminate myself and separate myself from work. No calls, nothing. It's just me, my family, and the place. And it was splendid. Absolutely splendid. Not to mention smoking fat tree in Amsterdam. That's <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, any fun high stories of being over there? Any anything you do that's crazy? Uh -oh. Um. Yeah. Actually. So first night we say we say directly across, and when I mean directly across, I mean door to door, like right across the street from one of the best coffee shops in Amsterdam, called uh, Coffee Shop Rushland. Um, old one, like one of the first few that opened. So me and my brother, my brother was a big stone at the time, and I was just getting into it, and I'm like. Hey, we're going to go over. Like I told my family, I'm like, hey, we're going to go see what this coffee shop is about. All right, cool. We go over there and we buy a few of their of their pre-roll joints. We buy like, I think two sativa sativa joints, but they didn't have um, 
they didn't have the actual strain listed on those. They were just sativa, whatever. We bought one and they have a, they have a lounge like in the, in the top of the little place. We sit up there, we smoke that thing and I'm like gridlocked. I'm just locked in that chair. Like I, I can't, I, I'm almost hallucinating. So another thing that if you guys have ever been to Amsterdam, you know this, but if not, there are little shops strategically placed directly next to the coffee shops that sell weed. And these shops sell miscellaneous goodies and oftentimes high people food is the best way I can put it. Yeah, munchies. Yep, the munchies. Munchie food. So the shop next to me had these frosted Belgian waffles. Whoa. Stroop waffles. Whoa. No, no, no. Looks like a caramel in them. Like no, full-size no, no, no. Belgian waffles? These are full-size Belgian waffles about this big with like a layer of icing on top and they're in the case and I'm sitting there like... <laughs> <laughs> it's going crazy. He's like, just high as hell, drooling. <laughs> and the dude knows it. We didn't have eye drops. The dude knows it. Oh, he knew what he's was like, going on. And I'm like, yeah, and they're like five euros a piece. And I walk out with five of them. No chocolate, banana, a chocolate, banana, vanilla, pistachio, and something else. And I get about halfway through one of them. And this is as hard as a McDonald's biscuit that's been sitting out for three days. Oh. And at that point, my stomach's starting to gurgle. And I'm thinking, I just fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) And I did. I got food poisoning from those waffles and dealing with food poisoning high as hell in Amsterdam put me down for a day. So I slept a day in Amsterdam, wasted that. Um, Damn munchies. The damn munchies got you. That's that's, that's bad when you get food poisoning from a waffle. From a waffle, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I've eaten waffles a a couple days later. They've been okay. From a cracker, basically, at that point. I should have microwaved them, man. I should have microwaved them, but the munchies get you, man. But hey, still. 10-10, worth every second, worth every penny. Wow. Absolute golden experience. Um, We uh, we ended up touring some more coffee shops and going around. I ended up finding this amazing herb. Marty, it was called OG Zeus. It was 30 euros a gram. Um top 10 weed experience like no top top weed experience of my life period they say sell weed like memorabilia and paraphernalia everywhere little glass pipes for a dollar all you name it they have it it's everywhere every street corner everywhere sweet so we got a few goodies little grinders that are the size of a quarter you name it so we bought some of that crazy good herb sat on the bank smoked that on the last night and he's oh. out. I get oh. John, what about you, oh. man? What's been your favorite trip to take? Uh, you know, I think uh, my wife and I, we had a, a, a shit ton of fun. We ended up doing a, basically a back-to-back uh, uh, cruise. And we did the walking, it was called Walker Stalker Cruise, which was uh, the cast of The Walking Dead on the cruise. Uh, and got a chance to hang out with them, do podiums and see them. It's almost like a like a like a traveling comic con yeah yeah but it was on the boat so no matter what it's like you got a chance to see these guys and it, it was cool to meet them and and just hang out and we'd never been on a, a cruise and i'm like oh shit let's go and and 
first time was real awesome. And then uh, we missed the second time. It went the, the third time. Uh, it, it was just, that was probably the most experience. Cause with my first wife, she never traveled that, that, that woman never traveled anywhere. I mean, other than just to go in the closet, come out and act like a bitch. That's all she ever did. <laughs> other than that, I, I never traveled anywhere, you know, really didn't go anywhere. Other than, it was always work. Uh, but now uh, uh, we try to travel as much as we can, but yeah, the Walker stalker cruise uh, was, that was pretty badass. What a, what cruise line was that like carnival norwegian. uh norwegian both of them were norwegian, norwegian. yeah wow. well what characters were there who was there? uh well i mean uh negan uh was there oh god uh, ezekiel I, I mean basically the only one that wasn't there uh was rick grimes daryl uh, and a couple a couple other ones daryl was there he was pretty badass to talk to like he was pretty freaking cool um wow. Negan was Negan was just awesome. I mean, he's one of my favorite characters. But basically, the between the two different cruises, both of them or pretty much the whole cast was there, um, uh, except for maybe a couple little smaller people. Other than that, it was it was a mix between all of them, and it was a uh, three was Carl days. What's that? With Carl? Carl was there. Yeah, Carl was there. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was it was really cool, and and uh, uh, yeah, dude, like that was. You know, I mean, I've been to the place, you know, you, you know, you could just, uh, you know, see people and stuff like that, but it was really cool to actually talk with them. And, and then also just see some of these, these other weird people, just how they acted and, and uh, you know, we're all in a line and, and, you know, versus, you know, like some of the other comic cons that are just like overpacked. It, yeah. it doesn't matter. You're, you're still going and, and these guys are, you know, still attending and they're still doing it. So it's like, not like they could leave because as soon as they leave, they would go to another place and to a different floor and, and you'd still end up bumping into him or seeing him. And it wasn't like, you know, bodyguards everywhere. It's, it was like really cool to, to watch it, but they made it fun for like even some of the kids. So the kids got to dress up and, and stuff like that. Oh, so wow. it, was, it was, it was pretty cool all around, man. Hmm. That's not cool. That's not cool. I I've never been on a cruise. Never have. Me neither. Yeah. Me neither. I never have either. And we decided to go on one. It was, it was, uh, pricey and i'm like shit well let's give it a shot and then it was really really fun and then uh the second time came around and and uh, we just got a good discount on it so i'm like shit let's go again <laughs> yeah makes sense brandon uh from shawshank uh cruise is that your your cup of tea i don't i haven't done one i would yeah. like to do it um i actually i haven't traveled a lot I would like to, I just never did. Um, I, I didn't grow up with much money and since being a dad, uh, I, I feel bad spending money like that. So like that one vacation I was talking about was my one thing to get away. Uh, but otherwise most of my trips were local, like going to shows. I used to love going to see bands. I remember once I brought my brother to a, a concert that he loved for his birthday and my car broke down halfway there and we ended up in all girl college kayuka college and oh, that was a pretty good night um but wait 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 just, you ended so oh, you lived in oh, an all girls dormitory yeah i'm gonna say and then and now you, you ended up at another all girls college you broke girls. broke down friend <laughs> the things are adding up here man like i was driving it an 88 camry and i was bringing my little brother to uh i think it was story of the year and i was trying to race some 350z in my old 80s crap box <laughs> and the engine blew 
And oh. I knew I knew a girl that lived near there going to college and I went and it was Keiko College. It was an all-girls school. Um, it, was, it was pretty fun. My little brother loved it. He's like, tell everybody I'm 18. Tell everybody I'm 18. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys, you guys yeah, give me too much credit. You guys give me way Dream. too much credit for the for the women. Like he's a sleeper. Uh, speaking of sleepers and speaking of women, Brandon, do you have the uh, leopard panties from uh, from that trip? <laughs> I don't. I don't. Yeah. Not anymore. Any, anybody name the movie? Anybody name the movie? Oh, um, huh? Little road trip shit. action. God, that's the name, right? Road trip. Road, yeah. road trip. Yeah. With, uh, yeah. Tom Green. No, it Tom was that Green, little skinny Tom. dude. Yeah, with the, the big, the big, big, guy, guy, the big, the big huge pants. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the end of the movie. At the end of the movie. Yeah. I think it. No, it wasn't road Deuce, trip. Deuce no. Bigelow. Deuce Bigelow. No, Bigelow, no. Right? no, it was the guys in college. Uh, it wasn't American, American Pie. American Pie. Yeah, yeah. American Pie. Was it, American was pie. it like American Pie Two or something like that? Well, I think it was two. I think it was American Pie Two. Oh. I gotta, I gotta look it up now. Now we're yeah, gonna have to look, look it up. up. But the one where, where they sneak <laughs> yeah. into the girl's house, that's the it second the one. Leopard panties. That's the second yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> yeah. Such a long time ago. How, how, how can we make the uh, detail and meme out of that one? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Need a drop cloth? Oh. Yep. There we go. Drop cloth. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> it is road trip. Yeah, road it's road. It was road trip. It was, it was, he looked it up. Yeah. It wasn't Thank Euro you. trip. It was it was road trip. John, John, tell you what, good job. That was quick. Uh, she looked it up quick. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried. Well, my wife always looks right, up right about. When I search thick girl leopard panties, I'm not getting the results for movies. Not that movie anyway. Wait, Alex, yeah, did, 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 did you feel a cheetah? Because it does have Stifler in it. It yeah. does have the guy who plays Stifler, and he's like, "Did you kill a cheetah?" Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah <that's right. laughs> Alex, you gotta use you gotta use safe sh- search, and you'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, already on, I'm already on enough FBI lists. What's one more? I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> There's no cease and desist. <laughs> Get that letter in the mail. Oh, crap. <laughs> if you're on an FBI list for the videos that you watch, that's not good, Alex. Down the rabbit hole. Like you search one thing, like something normal. Very quickly. And then all, yeah. the, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you and the horse come at the same time and you feel like shit about yourself. You and the horse. <laughs> For three days straight. You and you the Clydesdale. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Better than the code, I guess, right? The first two days were in the bathtub. You're like, oh my God, I got I can't do this. You know, there also there were a lot there were a lot of goats and uh wild pigs in Hawaii. <laughs> So there's things you didn't post then. <laughs> there's things I didn't know. Well, there were there were quite a few homeless people, and I I want I, I'll tell a story. I'll tell Marty's story later. Did you right? give him a warm bed? No, no, no. I'll tell Marty's story later. It's, it's no, awesome. go ahead, man. It's a fucking pub. Man, we were so so the second when we got to Honolulu, right? We're sitting there, and uh, I go, man, we gotta do some laundry because it's already been like a week, and our, my clothes like going to the beach, going that it's not terrible. So we go into this laundromat and we're, you know, we're, we go to pay, we got our quarters and stuff. And all of a sudden I look over and this man comes in with a, like a little cart and he's got like a chihuahua sitting in the front of the cart and he starts doing laundry. And I'm like, I look over and go, this guy, he clearly, you know, he's a little, he's homeless, he lives in the street, but he, he was doing his laundry, he's cleaning himself up. So 
I walk past him, and then all of a sudden he breaks out a bag of weed, throws it on the dryer, and starts grinding it up on the dryer. Yes. And then some some of it spills out onto the dryer, and he I see him go, oh, grabs his pipe, and he's it's he's using his hand <laughs> and he's spilling it all into into the pipe to make sure he gets every last little bit. Cooks and he goes, you want some? And I was like, no, man, I'm good. He goes, oh, okay, let me know if you need anything. Just let me know. So I'm sitting there. Like just Dana's like, is that guy smoking weed? I'm like, yeah, yes, Dana. He is right there. So That's exactly walks. it. Yep. So so then he walks out and his little dog comes over. He's like, we're petting the dog. Other homeless guy comes in and he I don't something was wrong with this guy. And he looked at the guy, like, this fucking fucking guy smoking weed, like, what the hell's going on here? And, and he was just talking to himself. Guy comes back in, grinds up some more weed, and continues smoking, man. And he was ended up being a really nice guy. And I talked to him for a little bit, but I was just was, like, Was the dog wow. soft? The dog was soft. It felt clean, right? The dog was <laughs> so clean. It was probably the best weed you would have ever smoked in your life. Yep. Yeah. I was <laughs> Marty, there were so many. Because like, the homeless guy will clean his dog from smoking the was, weed. Is that, is, yeah. is that the train of thought, food, Alex? He's keeping his dog yeah. clean. Yeah. That dog was so clean. I was like, <laughs> he's, he has his priorities straight. Take care of the dog. Smoke good herb. Yep. Smoke good herb, man. One Sleep and get the <laughs> one, 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 two. <laughs> yep. But yeah, my, my philosophies might be a little fucking off whack, but no. I don't know. <laughs> Mine might be to get out of being homeless, you know, but you know, fuck <laughs> weed, take care of the dog. You know, that's number two option, I guess. <laughs> if it's raining, eh, fuck, we'll figure it out. <laughs> God, that's awesome. All right, we'll jump into something else here in a minute, but this is a good time to go ahead and ask, what is that tab out question, Derek? What has been oh. on your mind since you've been gone? Oh. Imagine you have had some dun, good dun, dun. Maybe you even were at a bar and closed it down, and there was a random guy over there asking questions. I don't know. <laughs> so, So what is that one thing that a customer could say that would make you immediately hate them. It's that one, could be anything, that one thing that they say, it's a sentence, mm -hmm. whatever they say, they say it to you and you're just like, damn, immediately. And, and what is an impulse? Does it make you do something or, or just, just legitimate them? That's it? it it's just like, Something that something that the customer is going to say to you, where like as soon as they, like you, you you call on the phone or they call you and they say that one sentence that you're just like triggers the switch. You already know it's going to be a problem. That's a great question. I'm I'm not sure. I'm I'm stalling out. I'll have to think of it. All right, so I'm going to bounce over to Dustin and a quick split. Dustin, you got one. Uh, man, that's a tough one. I, I'm blessed with pretty good customers and I don't run into real nasty stuff anymore. You know, uh, however, I'll tell you the one that comes to mind when I think of something that just turns me off from the customer, I'm like, no, not happening. Uh, <laughs> so I get a referral, uh, from the expel dealer. Um, they want me to do the correction and the coding customer stops up by the shop. And young kid, brand new F-250, and we're going around I'm making some recommendations for the truck. And he says, I noticed there's some orange peel here. Do something about this. 
And I immediately said, and it, it, when he when he asked that, I was like, no, no, I, we're not going down this road. <laughs> <laughs> And so I told him, I said, look, man, we're lucky if we can get 1.7 mils of clear out of these, these new vehicles. I'm not wet sand in a brand new vehicle. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I, I explained to him, I'm like, cool, you know, it's got some minor swirls, a, you know, a single stage paint enhancement is going to take care of all that. It's going to get it presentable and we can coat that sucker. Well, I think we should do a two-step on it because I wanted to be one hundred percent. I'm just like, no, no, no somebody, somebody else take this guy. I don't want him. <laughs> uh, when you know they're going to be too picky, and then they're probably are going to be so picky that they're already being that asshole of a customer that you go, oh fuck, you're going to be that guy that wants a discount because they're not happy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they've already thought it out. They already know what the discount's going to be. Yeah. They've already walked in knowing that they're going to get a discount because that's what they're looking for. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, I don't want the picky ones. Just give me the people that don't even know what's wrong with their paint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just I just want that store thing to go away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got you. <laughs> yeah, that, right. that was all for the week. I was like, nah, you know, <laughs> I, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't blame you. I, I wouldn't either. Brandon from Shawshank. I bet I've had some pretty awesome customers too, but like Dustin said, um, there's a, there's a couple of things that oh my give me red flags of some of the customers that um, I'm glad aren't my customers anymore. And one of them was, I didn't think I'd have to pay that much. I didn't think it'd be that expensive or I didn't think it was going to come to this. That's oh. like, that's the big what is it, a divorce. Like, well, hold on. <laughs> We've talked about this. We everything's ready to go. I'm almost done. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, <laughs> and luckily that guy's not my customer anymore, but oh, good. Uh, that was one. And then the other one is probably have to be, I mean, we, we all get it. How much for a detail? Yes. Yeah, I, fucking, yeah. I fucking hate when people ask about having a car detail. And it's not Bullshit. their fault. They're they're that they don't know because they probably that's all they've asked other people. But at the same yeah. time, that's a flag. It's like maybe I should refer you somewhere else. <laughs> you know, like or you just go find a car wash. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez, Alex. I don't know as, as far as like I don't I don't know if there's a question that somebody could ask that would like piss me off. Um, the the thing that irks me the most is when somebody tells me like what the job should take, like what it should require to get the job done. Um, besides besides that, I don't I don't know I don't know if there's a question somebody could ask. Like I've 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 walked off of jobs once or twice like mid vacuum um, because they wanted it was back when I when I first started. So when I first started, my prices were still at or higher than than the local guys that have been around that had been around for a while um mm. but i offered like a very basic package which was like quick vacuum like really quick uh in and out um but it wasn't the quality like that i wanted to be known for so i got rid of that but the guy wanted that but then when i was once i was there he thought he was going to get me to do more shit while i was already there and i think i had like 
I usually start in the back and, and vacuum working my way forward. I think I had the back seat done and the floorboards. And uh, I fucking just wrapped my shit up while he was standing there asking me to do more and, and went home. Wow. Yeah. It's just, if it, like, I, I don't mind if I'm making good time, I have no problem. Like if I see something, I'm going to take care of it. But if you're going to, if you're going to pay for, for something, you know, you pay for a $150 package and then you want, but then you sit there and you think you're going to like try to talk me into doing everything else. I was in the, the package we originally talked about. That's not going to happen. You, you obviously don't respect my time. Right. And if you don't respect my time, then you're not the customer for me. That's what it boils down to. Yep. Yep. Alex, I had the same, same exact thing happen where I was doing jet skis for this guy and he would do the same thing. He would like start, you know, asking for more, asking for more, asking for more. And it got to the point where he was ripping off like logos and stuff. And then like I was there to take off logos. Oh, and, like, to get the adhesive? Yeah, I was using steam to get the adhesive off. So I was steam yeah. the stickers so you wouldn't get as much adhesive. So it was easier. And while I'm doing that, this guy starts taking off like these trim pieces and then goes, oh, he looked at me and goes, oh, you might want to get that too while you're uh, doing, doing it. And I looked at him and I said, bro, like you, we need to talk about you ripping off all these pieces. Like I'm not going to yeah. sit and do and it. Dude, so a, lot of, I, a lot of people just shut their fucking mouth and they do it. Yeah. I, oh, I fuck that, he, man. I'm not a, I'm not a charity. Yeah. He did it. He did it twice where I was, and it was the same job, same guy. The second time he did it, I said, you know what, man? It's getting kind of late. Um, I'm out of here. And I literally started packing him. So he goes, well, where are you going? I was like, I'm going home. Like, I'm done. Yeah. And I and that's the guy where I literally was like, I mean, he was calling me. You coming back? I was like, no, sir, I can't. I'm done with you. Like, are you ripping off pieces? Like, he goes, don't you want to get paid? I go, not by you. I'm good. And then I was, that was the only person I've ever done that to. And I haven't talked to him since. And I don't know. That's the thing. There's, I was so like, mad. I don't know why it triggered me, but I was so mad when he did that. It, it's, like, it sucks turning down money and walking away from money, right? Like, even, even if you would have paid a little extra, but it's just like the audacity of thinking that, yes. like, like because, because you're there and he's your client, like he owns you. Yeah. yeah. That's what, or some like, shit. I'm the like, help. Like, I'm the help. And exactly. I, and, and it's like that. Like, I, I, was, uh, I was a carpenter for a long time, I owned my own contracting company. And it was, it's the same thing with that shit. Like you're, you're just a hired help, even though you have a set of skills that for some reason their husband can't handle doing. Yeah. And I, with, with that, I, funny story, real quick. I, I was doing a, a kitchen renovation for this family. The wife was home all day. Like she was a stay at home mom or whatever. And the guy was just an asshole. Like he acted like you're like, I was below him or something. And I looked at him. I was like, I was like, you know what? Not for nothing, dude. I said, but this is why guys like me are fucking, fucking your wife while you're at work and i fucking <laughs> and I picked up my shit and i left and oh, like I, I never on that's that is fucking on, on point. point that's awesome I, I never i never did anything with the guy's wife but like, it, he has that shit in his mind now like yeah, I, I just i don't like that like I, I don't like bullies i don't like people that'll talk shit because they think that you can't talk back now he'll always wonder if you fucked his wife exactly that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's all best that's, win ever that's all I needed. And I fucking, I walked away. I walked off the job and never went back. Well, they test Damn. you. That's what they're doing. They're testing you to try to get a discount. Like you were saying before, that guy that I mentioned did exactly what you guys said. Well, I'm working on the car. He'll come out. Oh, what about this scratch? What about this? I could take care of that. It's going to cost us much more. Yeah. Whatever it takes, whatever it takes. And then at the end, oh, I didn't know it'd be this much. Yeah. Well, well, here's the thing. Like if, if you're, and then I stood, well, I stood my ground and and he's like, well, I basically stopped working that day. I said, hey, you know, 
Just pay me for the cars I already did. I won't charge you for this. We're good. And yeah, then yeah, he yeah. ended up calling me again a month later. Hey, sorry for what happened. I want you to come back. Everything was good. And then he tried it again. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> like, and yeah, so the they're testing you. You know, they're testing you. Second you put your foot down. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. If, if my client, if I get good, good energy from a client, even, even, a, even a new client, my first time working with someone, You'll if, I'm there for, if I'm there for a regular detail and there's, there's paint transfer or something, I'll fucking hit it with some goof off real quick. It comes right off. Yeah, and they're yeah. fucking amazed by it. And I'll say, hey, you know, I noticed this. So I threw it in this time, blah, blah, blah. And then down the road, when they have something else, hey, can you take care of this? And they pay for it. But if you if you think I'm going to do it for free, if you ask for it for free, it's not happening. Yeah. Yeah, I always do something extra, even for that Thank guy. You. But then he was Thank pushing you. it. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. You, yeah. You, you let people slip, think, and motherfuckers, you let people slip, and motherfuckers start thinking they can ice skate. <laughs> <laughs> like. That's good. It's crazy. Uh, John, I you know I I just I, I'm I'm I hate bullies in every way, and and uh, I definitely one of the things that always pissed me off with, with any kind of anybody that ever calls and, and says I want your services I want this and this this you have great reviews this that they basically blow smoke at my ass and then they go, but my last guy used to do it for this price and I literally just shut that down so quickly I'm like then go back to that guy because yeah. I'm not here to compete against that guy. My prices are set for what I do, not for what he does. Yep. Um, but like, for instance, I had, I had a guy that really tried to get more. And this was probably the worst job ever because there was, I knew there was more problems after the fact. So this guy called me up, tried to tell me how to do the job and, and went on this huge spill about, oh, I'm going through divorce, dude. I just want to spend time with my kids. I just don't have time to, to do the detail. <laughs> And I just need somebody to come out and do it professionally. Uh, normally I would do it. I'm meticulous, but I mean, just give me all this bullshit. I'm not shitting you the whole time that he says, I have my kid and I, I want to spend He's time with my kid. Watching, watching over your shoulder. He came outside. And every time his kid came outside, he would fucking go, you know, you know, you need to go back inside, go back inside. Oh, Dude, I'm here to help no. you so you can spend time with your kid. No. And then he, then he would walk around and go, Hey, can you do this? Can you do this? And I'm not kidding you. Every single time he'd say, can you do this? I'm like, yep. Okay, cool. I'm like, oh no. And I would literally just that's ten dollars more. That's ten. I mean, I would just nickel and dime, just try to add more stuff. And he goes, No, don't worry about it. And then five minutes later, hey, can you do this? Nope, that's ten dollars more. That's just we're already there doing it. I'm like, yeah, but that's not what we paid for. That's not what you paid for. <laughs> and so that was not what your cheap ass wanted me to do. So that's not what I'm going to do. I, I like I like this one, John. I like dude I, and i fucking wish that i would I, I literally there's a lot of times that in the back of my mind i go okay what would lisa do <laughs> because the ghetto the ghetto side of me comes out going motherfucker i am not dealing with your bullshit i will punch you in the sleeve and i don't care oh, oh no i had a guy flex on me because freaking the detail wasn't what he wanted and i tried to explain it to him like dude what you're asking for it's gonna look like crap no 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 it's gonna look flawless i'm like Okay, what do you do for a living? You're a truck driver. Okay, I wouldn't tell you how to go drive a truck. Don't tell me how to put PPF on. And then, no, that just looks like shit. This guy, this guy bought a brand new charger, wanted a half hood. The bikini yeah, cut. He just wanted the, he, and he didn't want nothing else. I'm not paying for it. I ain't doing it. It's fine. Blah, blah, blah. So, all right, we got to put it on. So we put it on over the weekend. Fucking, he sees it. Well, this is, this is bullshit. <laughs> so then i basically said i knew i wasn't gonna get paid from the job so i said all right cool i'll be over tomorrow we pulled all that shit off everything 
And all the spots that were flawless didn't make a difference. I took my pride and set it aside. I'm like, fuck you. I'm pulling all of it off, all of it off. And he's like, what about the headlights? I'm like, no, you didn't pay for it. He's like, you can leave them on. That's perfect. I'm like, poop. So I made sure I looked at him. <laughs> <laughs> shit off, dude. And he, he was so pissed because I didn't Stare leave shit off. Eyes. All these things that he wanted perfectly. So I personally and professionally take a really big problem with anybody who bullies and tries to push more. And I even try to tell any detail that I'm mentoring and, and talking to him. You don't have to put up with that shit. And as much I get respect, I get it. At the end of the day, there's times where we do have to shut our mouth and go, okay, yeah, we do it. But when someone says, when they try to use the, the words of, oh, I need you to do a three-step paint correction. Do you even know what the fuck that is? No. It, you read something and then suddenly you think that's what it is or because someone told you that's what you're going to get. And then like one thing that I do differently is I don't just throw in a clay bar treatment to every car. I just don't do it. It's, it's not something I do. Well, there's guys that out there that no matter what they do, they do. And then they'll call me, I want this, and this, and this. And I'll tell them the price. And they're like, well, so-and-so will do it down the street. And I said, well, then go back to so-and-so. But first, before you get a chance to call that guy, I know that guy. So I'll call him first and let him know you're going to nickel and dime. And I'll make <laughs> sure he raises his price up another 50 bucks. Because I would rather have a detailer raise their prices up just to be a dick than let people like him or any client snap their fingers thinking that we're going to just jump. I yep. pay for my time. I mean, every, we bust our ass every single day. I don't care where you live, what you do for a living. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it is a craft and what we do. And I can wash a car with the crappiest tools and come out with the exact same results. It may take me longer, but it's because I have time. I have patience in this and that, but I will not let somebody tell me you can get it done in 30 minutes. Do you understand all the shit that's on this car? Cause that can't be done in 30 minutes. Well, so-and-so can do it. Then you should call so-and-so it's, <laughs> And, and I, I think I've gotten better at that. And at the end of the day, I do, right now I get, I get so pissed going, damn, I hate turning away business, but it isn't about the business. It's you're trying to stop that from happening. And the only way to do it sometimes, because when someone calls you and they're only looking at price, they will never, ever look at anything else. So you can show them the value of everything. I have a guy that he bought a brand new Lincoln Navigator and he spent 45 minutes telling me how much he spent $120,000 in this thing. I yeah, said, all right, cool. And I said, now. you might want to put a coating on it or something. He's like, I read everywhere that coating is not good for your car. I said, then please show me where you're reading this shit. Cause I, I don't know where you're reading it. So I sent him all of these things. He goes, I want my car to look like that. Then you got to do this. And no matter what, it's like, if you can't show them the value regardless and it doesn't make a difference if it's just plain and simple. Um, I have guys that want 10-year lifetime coatings for, for 100 bucks because that's what Jose does. Well, I've hired Jose, and I've seen some of the coatings that Jose's done. You don't want Jose to do that shit on your car. <laughs> then I'll charge you $3,000 just to five remove five it. special? Yeah. It, it's, it's just – so because at the end of the day, I guess when someone tells me how to do my job – and then gives me a sob story. I get pissed at myself when I fall for it and go, oh, yeah, okay, dude, I understand. Yeah, I've been through divorce. You know, you want to spend time with your kid. And then you sit out the whole time going, hey, can you do this? Can you do Get out of here. <laughs> so uh, I so literally put my I headphones I, on. I so I literally I, put my headphones on. I think after hearing you, John, I think I realized mine. <clears throat> and it's. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, no. <laughs> it's not as good. It's not as good. Oh. It's not as good. But. But I did have a customer that 
Um, he was addicted to Zeno Brothers. And oh, Zeno Brothers Zeno. is not as big now, but it was kind of like a, an undercurrent sort of like they, they put themselves out as like this very niche type of brand and had some good stuff, I guess. I don't know. But he, he says, just, yeah, he just had to have it. And the first couple of times we were out cleaning his car. Yeah. What are you guys using? What do y'all use? You're like, I use Zeno brothers. I'm like, okay, fine. Like, and kept asking, kept that. Yeah, then I finally I show up one day and he's got a Zeno brothers out there. <laughs> what do you do? He basically told me I had to use his products on his car and i had we told charge him before then, yeah you use that I, okay and you oh, just whoa, whoa, tv timeout tv timeout i get it <laughs> upcharge but i'm in that spot and i go but i told you i have already done the work and no i've done all these i know what i'm using and i go fuck it you want me to use your products to clean your car fine whatever and I just used them. Like, I didn't matter to me at that point anymore, but it was the fact that he was so persistent that he thought that his product was going to be better than anything that I'd been using for years. And it was just like, the fuck are you? <laughs> but okay. You want to sure. pay me to use your shit that you're going to pay way too much for? Mm-hmm. Whatever. And went on. Like yeah. and cleaned his cars for years, but I'd only used his Zeno product one time. Yep. As long as you grab it, he never had me use it ever again. Cause he asked my opinion later and I go, I don't know, man. It's all right. Like, does your, does your car look any different? And then it was like, I just went back to doing my shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. But, but to me, it was the, the audacity that this guy, thought that this and i think they were out of new york no offense but <laughs> us midwesterners when we hear oh that's these brothers up in new york and they done that i don't give a fuck what those brothers up in new york have done <laughs> i've been cleaning cars here for years i know what my shit does like you know so i get it. It, it it wasn't quite the same but i get the i get that wait huh what'd you say yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> That's why I had trust. What? <laughs> I had a, I had a guy do that with uh, Zymol cleaner wax one time on his on a Ford Raptor, and I I did the whole interior, and then I washed the outside, and then he goes, "Hey, what kind of wax do you use?" And McGuire's, and I was like, "Yeah, this is when I first started." And I was like, "I had a you know ten of the McGuire's like uh, ultimate wax, whatever." And he goes, "No, nah, no, you got to use this." And he pulled out the Zymol wax and he handed it to me, and was like really insistent that I use it, and I did. And was, I had to use fucking detail spray to get it off because it just as soon as you put it on the panel, it would just chalk up immediately, and it was just like terrible, but. He loved he loved the way it looked and he swore it was the best. So every time Listen, I went there, I used, I only did it twice. I, I did it twice, uh, and then now it, he doesn't care anymore. Like before, but I did it first time, second time, and he had like Marty, like you said, he asked me what I what I thought about the product, and I told him like, I don't know, man, I don't use it, so this is what I use. So I mean, you you hired me to clean your car, and I'm using stuff that I like to use, and you like my work, so 
maybe and then he just never asked me about it again but i still saw that tin in his garage every time i go there i still see the tin. i don't know <laughs> if he's still using it but there, he, I, still, a, I, I still watch his truck so i don't know <laughs> there, there's a stuff i started using and i was doing um i was working on a tell you rides and this old guy i mean he had to have been pushing like mid 70s late 70s and he was probably like four houses down and across the street like so diagonal from me and I see him like he's making his way to me, but like at a turtle's <laughs> like a snail's pace. Like, <laughs> and it's like you know that that awkward yeah. where it's like, do I do I introduce myself now? Like, no, like let him get a little closer. And like, so I just stood. I was talking to my client, like taking payment, and uh, like he's he's making his way. And I thought he was gonna I thought he's gonna ask me for a business card or something. And he just walks up, and uh, and he looks. Do you at want the to pick it right? He's like he's like wow, and he looks at us. He's like. He's like, do you mind if I touch it? And I'm, I'm like, I've, I've never been asked. I've been asked like for people to touch things before. Never, never a car. I just <laughs> no, never a car. And uh, and me, me and my client look at each other. We're like, yeah, that's fine. And he walks up and he and he rubs the back of his fingers down it, like up and down, caressing this car. And he's like, wow. He's like, that that's amazing. And I said, oh, I appreciate. It. He's like, what do, what do you use? And it's this stuff called um, HyperClean Slick. I don't know if you guys <laughs> have used it. It was <laughs> for real. This is a true. I can't make this shit up. It's a true story. This dude wanted. He made. He made that trip. They didn't even want his car detailed or anything. He just wanted to touch this car. <laughs> Good job, you made uh, it Alex. Alex, I had. A, I was in a, a retirement community, and the yeah. same thing happened. Where like I was on like the corner, and way down, this guy saw me, and I saw him coming. He had a walker, and he was coming. Real slow, and, I, and he's coming, he's coming, right? and, here, and he had the golf ball, he had the fucking tennis ball, the tennis the ball. and he's coming, and I'm like, I'm done with the car, I'm just standing there waiting for him, and I'm like, man, should I walk to this guy? How about I just meet you? Yeah. And then I, 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 just I, like, I took my head down, and I was like, I'm still working. Yes, 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 I broke down, I was like, nah, I'm gonna let him walk, and I'm dead down, and I'm like, pretending to clean my bag, and I was like, here, this, the cleanest car I've ever seen, and I was like, Oh, thanks. And I went and did his car. He had a Cadillac. I went and I came back and did it. But uh, I awesome. remember I was, I was like, I was like, I'm going to hell. Like, I let this guy I, walk I a, all I had a story kind of like that. It, <laughs> it, it ended in sec sexual harassment. I'll tell you all about Vinny next week. No. I wanna... <laughs> next week? Be... Oh, I'm excited now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've had, I've definitely had some uh, weird clients that, that, that do stuff like that. One, I, I, he's literally, I call him my weirdo cracker. Because no. <laughs> I don't, I don't have his phone number. He won't give me a number. He moves around. He blocks his number every time he calls me. He tells me what products I need to use. And then as soon as I put him on, then he'll call me back the next day, freaking out, saying, "I will buy you brand new rash. Please come take it back off." And then I want you to put this on. And I'm like, "Okay, dude." I'm like, it took me almost five years to figure out what his last name was, and that was because he needed PayPal in me. But it's just. <laughs> What? And, and then he would he would sit out he would he would literally he's like I don't I, I don't do contact you know I don't talk to people and he would literally look like the little Mervin's lady out out the window and and he'd be like watching <laughs> me the whole time and then if I reach for something I'm not kidding you I, I would do something or I wouldn't touch my second bucket the right way he'd call me like hey did you really uh, uh not dip your rag the second time you know you might want to check that rag I want to make sure you don't scratch my car are you kidding me. So he literally is in my phone as weirdo cracker because he just, the guy just, 
He's such a weirdo. Oh, Vinny. John, I couldn't do that. Yeah. No, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't do that. Vinny just, Vinny just touched my butt and asked if he could touch my knee. Oh, well. I could deal with that shit. I couldn't do well, it. Yeah, that's no, a separate knee pad. No, he had a knee pads on. He can't touch the knee, so you'd be okay. <laughs> Are we going to a custody hearing? Come on here. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm surprised uh, nobody, nobody said uh, a customer calling you and saying, my car's perfect. Because that's a rough. Not thing. that bad. So, so the, the ones that think their cars are great, it's usually the worst. The people Those that are, the are embarrassed usually have yeah. the biggest yeah. cars. It's not that bad. That's true. Yeah. Have you ever got into a car, though, and it's so clean, you go, why am I here? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Had, yeah, yeah, I did. I did an M4 yes. for an existing client. She got rid of her golf, yes. got an M4. And uh, the first time I did it, it was immaculate. And then the second time I did it, two weeks later, I, I could have I showed up and left and said, hey, it's all set. And yep. I don't think she yep. would have known. And I'm scared, yep. right? Like, I, yeah, I get into like, those cars and I go, why the fuck am I here? God yep. damn it. <laughs> like, yeah. They're going to be so fucking cameras. picky. Yeah. I'm going to miss a certain spot yep. and I'll never get to do this car again. It was the easiest mm-hmm. car ever to do. Like, shit. Like, I almost I don't like her? those yeah. cars. I'm a little listen, too listen. nervous around but, them. But Thank those customers also say, oh, hey, I'm sorry. It's a, it's filthy right now. It's a Exactly. Yes. You know, it's funny. Same we we people, talk a lot about how, how, how cheap clients are the most picky, right? Well, in my experience, the nicer the car is, at least with my clients, the more grateful they are and the easier they are to please. Like I did, mm-hmm. I do her M4 like every couple of weeks. Her neighbor has an M8, which is such a badass car. Yes, it is. Like the M8 is a badass car. It's it's a four door. It's so practical, but so gnarly. Like yes. you, can, you can turn front wheel drive off and put it in sport mode and just smoke the rear tires. That's incredible. The, the guy, he's, I don't, I don't know what nationality is. Um, he might be like German, but he's an elderly guy. And I, I was like, how much do you love this fucking car? And he just got this big grin on his face. Like, he didn't even have to say <laughs> you know words. how much joy it brings him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's crazy it's crazy how, how different clients you know when, when somebody says they always they always say oh well it's not that bad so literally i'm i'm going to make sure to say it's not that bad and then put a thing on the back of the shirt that says eight hours later it's <laughs> yeah. fuck you there, there is no it's that bad give me a, a a mom that has her her van completely trashed and she's going to be appreciated by the time i'm done but give me somebody with a, a car that they don't that they in their world don't think it's that bad. But the minute I go and start blowing things around, I'll be like, this is how not that bad it was. It was yeah. worse than you thought because you're cleaning <laughs> surface stuff and then you're just piling all that crap in there. And yeah, oh. it's it well, some people just ca- they don't get it. Even new cars aren't perfect. I worked right. on two this week. One had environmental damage all over it, another one had wet sand marks on it from the factory. Oh. So, I mean, new cars aren't perfect either. And I would tell clients that all the time. Oh, my car's perfect. I'm like, there's no such thing as perfect. Trust me. Yeah. I work on cars that are supposed to be perfect. They're not perfect. Especially yeah. Teslas. Those things never are. I, I Tesla mean, just yeah. Tesla, uh, <laughs> Nick, the wings looked really good. We saw the picture on on uh, Instagram. Thank Anybody you, wants homie. to go see what Nick's cook, go to uh, it's underscore grooms. You got it. Yeah, we appreciate the updates, man. It just makes me hungry throughout the day. Oh, man. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Hey, I got to say, a heads up for anybody with Tesla customers. The worst thing that I hear, the thing that makes me go, oh, hell nah. On the daily, as a service employee, when the customer comes back for a detail or paint-related concern, and, they, and you hear, hey, I just took delivery of my brand-new 
something. Immediately, those words, ah, fuck. <laughs> because those customers oh ridiculously picky once once they find one thing it's gonna snowball into Thomas they continue to find everything. things but then there's the opposite. everything and it and not only that doesn't last like five minutes that lasts for the life at... of that customer's ownership like that that pickiness is gonna last like for ever and you well, guys because they're, they're at that level that on the service forever you, yeah because they're at like, that level we have that customers. They, they, they spent because they spent $150,000 on it that it, it should be perfect everywhere every single person that touches it oh, should no. make it perfect people are doing this like people are doing this for the $40,000 model 3 we have customers that come in with checklists like 150 point checklists of things to look over and we've had customers come in with scan grip lights and oh. flashlights and look over for like about an hour and a half every panel. So I, I think one of the funniest things with Tesla's and in is I, I have a client that he is on this world where he thinks that because he drives a Tesla, he just is shit doesn't stink. And he made a comment and, and told me that he's like, yeah, he's like, well, I get to be in the HOV lane all day long every day by myself because i got alternative fuel and i'm like yeah that that's good for you he's like what can you say i'm like i've got a piece of shit 2001 dodge van that runs on natural gas and i can do the exact same thing i got the same I, place you, should you, have said, you should have said there's a reason you're alone in it asshole yeah no some people they like just think they just think that it's just breed. their world it just that I, I don't know, it revolves around them or something and it just, it just makes no sense I, and don't get me wrong, um, like I just got done working on a, a McLaren and a, a, a Supra, both in the same garage, and mm -hmm. threw down some beautiful protection on both the vehicles, and the guy is a, a cool guy, um, never thought he would actually call me back, because I've cleaned all his other vehicles, but I never got a chance to clean the McLaren, and then finally he's like, hey, you, do you have time? I'm like, oh, shit, you don't make time for that car, mm. and I had more joy cleaning the Supra, because the Supra had a lot of wrench time put into it, you know, two big old NOS tanks in the back. I mean, this guy had some wrench time into it. And he goes, oh, so which car, if I were to give you which car, which would you take? He's like, the McLaren or Supra? I said, hands down, I'd take the Supra. He goes, why? I said, because I can fit more ladies in the back of this one. So, <laughs> oh, God. This, this, like, one, this like, one's a different like type Rain of magnet. Said, that that one's a high-end headache, but this one's a beautiful, I can take it on the track and everything. And But it's just, it's one of those, like, that was a, a cool client because he was so down to earth, but he had money. And it was just, it was just opposite of what I've dealt with with certain people who, who just think they're better. And, and he was just really cool. He's like, yeah, I like Tim McLaren, but he takes his super out. And that was just a beautiful car. And then you, a little bit of a, literally the Uno on it. Oh my God, just made that red just pop like crazy. So. Awesome. Guys, thanks so much for having some beers with me uh, and uh, having uh, some good talk with the community. Hell good yeah. Times. Great catching up and uh Listen, I'm going to call it a night because, uh, well, I got another beer calling my name as well as <laughs> as well as well a good rest of the evening to go enjoy. So, guys, thanks so much for having a beer and hanging out. It's a good talk. Dustin, good to see you, man. Uh, thanks for hopping on. Brandon, Shawshank, Alex, pleasure. pleasure. Uh, Derek, glad to see you're back and safe and sound back in the country. Well, Hell back yeah. into the mainland country. The, ma the mainland. Yeah, the mainland country. <laughs> 
John, thanks so much, man. Good to see you. Nick, the food looked awesome. Thanks as always for cooking, bro. It, it, we do love it. Uh, any posts you make, anything, tell us what's going on. We always love to see it, man. I appreciate it. All right, guys. Yeah. Have a great week. All right, guys. Have a good one. See ya. Peace. Thank <laughs> you.